Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and today is Wednesday, April the 14th, 2021, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you after this Masters tournament that we uh, took in last week, Mr. Hansen? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Yeah, April 14th means that the Masters is in the rearview mirror, but that was a lot of fun. Congratulations to Hideki. Great for the country of Japan to get their first major winner for, for the male players. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, had some drama there at 16. Um, man, what a what a moment there when Xander hit it in the water when he was coming on Hideki's heels. And then yep. one of the fascinating things afterwards is he said he, he flushed it. He hit it exactly how he wanted to. He just misread the wind. And mm-hmm. that little difference of a couple yards could have been the difference to, to give Hideki the, the win. And then your man, Will Zalatoris, backs into that? second place. And <laughs> he's the only one out of those top three who's playing this week. So there are going to be a lot of, lot of eyes on him. There are, this is a good field, though. I mean, that's what's, what's surprising. You know, it, it's a strong field. It's just not, not uh, all the top guys. But, yeah, I, I'll tell you what, it was another... Uh, you know, disaster for me on Thursday with Dustin Johnson. What the heck, man? What is he's a boomer bust, isn't he? Well, yeah, he certainly was surprising to just destroy everybody last fall at the Masters and then miss the cut. But he said his putter was off, that was the problem. So he's been working on he's it. He's got to... something else off, and I think it's right between the ears. It's possible, uh... it's possible. Oh man, but I'll tell you, thank goodness we do the weekend only. I mean. How many times do we come to this show and, and it's bailed it bailed at least me out almost every, every time because I went with my man Will and and Hideki and they just got it done all weekend. Yeah, you've done you've done really well in the weekend golf uh, for, throughout the season, but you've been good on the main slate. Remember, first six weeks or so of 2021, you were really good. And, yes. Um, so uh, back I did at have it a here super today. hot streak at it, but. I guess it just it was such a build up for the Masters. We were so fired up for it and and uh I think I was just disappointed with my guys, but yeah, it was a great weekend. It was a fun tournament to watch. The coverage was terrific and uh it, we had a, a lot of fun with our contest. Um it, you know, definitely shout out to the first, second and third place finishers. We we had uh you want to announce who those were for our wonderful Masters? Yeah, tournament? let's see. What was it? Uh, C. Chach, M. D. N. K. Y. Uh, J. P. Wild, right? Uh, is that who it was? Yeah, yeah I think see, those I, were the top three. Stumped. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, so I think you're right. Yeah, uh, and and thank you again to Beat DM Joe who uh, got all that Masters gear, the twelve Pro V one Masters balls. Um, we had the the dog ball, right? <laughs> and then that, and the, the awesome master's hat. hat. So I wanted uh, that congratulations. dog ball so bad. Yeah. You got to see Chance on our baseball or basketball pot earlier today, and now you know he has no bowl to drink out of. Hope you're happy, JP Wild, for winning every contest <laughs> in the top three. Hey, you got to earn it. You got to earn it. <laughs> I got to hold the water in my hand for my poor dog. Now. <laughs> no, but it was it was fun, man, and it, and. Uh, enjoyed it. And I'll tell you, this week is a good week. I mean, it's, you would think, okay, everybody's going to sit out from the masters, uh, but it's, it's not that case at all. It is by the way, the RBC heritage. 
and it is uh, at the Harbor Town Golf Links. And beautiful course, precision course, not super long, 71-21 for the length. Uh, real uh, premium on accuracy this week for sure. Um, but some big names across the board here uh, as far as who's in it. So why don't we start out with uh, some odds on this tournament just to get everybody sort of pumped. We'll go backwards the way we usually do it and go over some of these odds. Top 10, um, you've got, uh, let's see, why do they have Dustin Johnson in here? Is he playing? Yeah, he's playing. 12 to 1. I can't believe it. Uh, I guess I've erased him from my brain right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> Webb Simpson at 14. Cantlay, 18. He was another ma- major disappointment. Yep. Uh, not sure what happened to him, man. That was unusual. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Morikawa, 20 to 1. Uh, Daniel Berger, 22, along with Matthew Fitzpatrick. Tyrrell Hatton, 25. Abraham Answer, 30. Cam Smith, 30 and Paul Casey 30. So you got, you know, those are all really good golfers, all 30 to one and lower. Uh, and you know, absolutely a lot of guys that have a shot to win it. So we're going to test you right out, right out of the jump. All you have to, this is simple. I'm just doing it easy for on you today. The next 10, after those 10, I just mentioned, I need four of them, Andrew. Okay. Did, did you mention Zalatoris? I did not, but he is Ooh. correct. Thirty-three to one. Will Sal is in there. Wow, first town boy. Okay, yeah, first time here in this event, so yep. probably why his odds are a little bit longer. So yep. there's one for you. How about uh, Corey Connors? He is. He is at thirty-five to one. And man, I'll tell you what. For my money, that dude has has he been tough for us or what? He just yeah. makes cut after cut. He is playing good golf. Oh, he was great. He was a highlighted player for us on the clipboard at 6,900 on DraftKings. Yeah. And he hit that hole in one, and he was right around the top 10 for most of the event. That was great. It was beautiful. I don't think I've ever had a guy that on my DFS squad that had a hole in one like that. It was, that was, it was fun. Yeah. I couldn't. I was thinking, how many points is this? It was like when when Josh and I had the, the no-hitter the other right. day. It was like... What do we? What's the bonus? How many yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. All right, are... you got two more. Um, how about Abraham Answer? Abraham Answer is the next guy on the list. You are correct. Oh wait a minute, I already gave you him. Nice Was he tries. top ten? Okay. Yeah, he's the ninth guy. He's thirty oh, okay. to one. All right, uh, Sung J. Oh, and a penalty, a penalty stroke. Oh gosh, for, for that one. So yeah, it's, you're gonna live clean in place and take two. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Sung J.M., have you mentioned yes, him yet? I have not. He's 40 to 1, which is a big number for a guy big that could win this. Yep. Okay. And how about Sergio? You know, I you got it, man. I okay, knew good. it. But what the heck? How does he miss the cut? I had him in some lineups. The dude's like a million cuts in a row at the Masters. What, I, that was, was a stunner. He was right there. I think he missed by one, didn't he? He just he did. He missed. He was right on the number. Late, he missed late bogey. One. Yep. It happens. Rough, rough, rough. All right. Well, that's the the main the odds from, and we want to thank BetUS.com.pa for those odds. Uh, they have been fantastic. I, I see a couple in there. I'd like to throw a few bucks on for sure. So if if you want to take advantage of that, uh, you can join. Uh, you can go into BetUS.com.pa if you haven't deposited with them yet. Put one forty nine in there. 
Use that to play all your bets if you want to play some of these golfers to win uh, the Heritage. And then you get a free membership with Coach Talk all the way until June 1st. So you got a month and a half free uh, with us. Uh, just shoot us uh, a quick uh, tweet at DFS Coach Talk, and we will get you in there. So we'd love to have you. Also, if you're watching this on um, uh, YouTube right now, this is our big ask each show. And I want to put it in there before uh, Andrew gives away all these golden gem value plays. Um, it is, we really appreciate a thumbs up, a quick uh, subscribe. We need some subs. And then the alert up in the corner uh, really, really means a lot to us, helps us move up the algorithm there on YouTube. All right. Why don't you give us, Andrew, some of your nuggets on like stats or what you're expecting here? Because I know this course is a little shorter than normal and its accuracy, as I mentioned earlier, is at a premium. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the course in general. Like you said, it's shorter course, par 71. And one thing to keep in mind is that they played this event last year in June because mm -hmm. of COVID. Traditionally, it's right here in April like we are this year. So the scores were a lot different. Webb, Webb Simpson had a record-setting 22 under par because yeah. the course played differently in the summer. So what we have here now, right out of Webb's mouth, I heard part of his press conference where he's talking about how you know higher winds here, f firmer, faster greens... So he expects the scoring to be tougher. Uh, last year, the cut was four under. Uh, so I, I think it'll be a little bit tougher scoring here. We may have some wind on Thursday. And like you said, it, it, accuracy here from the fairway is very important because these greens are pretty small, 3,700 square feet on average. Right. And, and the rough is not much of a problem. It's short rough. So yeah. not as focused on driving accuracy, driving length, uh, really a premium here on, on accuracy, strokes gain approach. So that's one of the stats I looked at here, really the key one, uh, sort of a, a tiebreaker. So I, I looked at the top 20 in strokes gained approach this year, and the guys who are playing this week are Morikawa, Matt Wallace, Will Zalatoris is fifth in that stat, okay. and I'm curious on your thoughts on him. You've been a huge proponent of him since he started to get more and more notoriety as he continued to get these different sponsors' exemptions and you know different types of temporary memberships. Um, so, you know, you, you've been on really on him, and I, I mean, wow, what a what a profess, pro, impressive performance to do that at the masters um you know right there in in the mix on sunday and i like the way he sounded after that he's yeah. kind of talking to me what it sounds like to me is he's really focused on winning and that's his he's sort of on a mission and i think he's hungry right. i think he's hungry for a win i think that didn't that did nothing but give him all the the confidence he needs to keep going and reach even greater heights you know, I the reason I've been on him so much from the very beginning, because he's a local guy here in Dallas. He went to high school here. He played, you know, locally. And uh, he was taken under the wing by some of these guys, Jordan Spieth and some of the local Dallas guys here, Ryan Palmer, uh, Kevin Na. And he, he got to play with all those guys, practice rounds all the time, you know, at 14, 15, 16. And even though he's such a slight, thin guy, He's just one of those wiry hitters. But 
The thing that got my attention is his mental approach to the game. Interviews when he was 15, all the stuff leading up to him becoming a professional, it just, he doesn't get rattled. He's such a focused, relaxed guy. He's not super intense. He doesn't, you know, he just rolls with it and is just hyper-focused. And, uh, you know, I was really impressed with him at a young age. And I figured once he really felt like he belonged. And I think that was the the statement he made in that interview on Sunday was, uh, you know, he now truly believes he can play with the best golfers in the world at any venue. And, you know, Andrew, that was his first trip around uh, Augusta. Yeah. If, I mean, I, you know, as a competitor. As a uh, competitor. Yeah. In, in a tournament. So this is the first time here. And I, th- I think your point is probably the same one I'm thinking, which is I, I'm not going to bet against him. In fact, I might yeah. get him in, in most of my lineups here. Um, you know, he's yeah, a little... he's not a guy that's going to come in gassed or distracted. No, I think he's no. just gonna, I think he's right in the thick of it. Yeah. And, you know, there were two other things that popped up this weekend related to him that I really enjoyed. And I'm going to I'm going to share one of them was uh, the local uh, PGA section in Texas there over the right. weekend, posted those standings from way back yeah. when those guys were kids, like 13, yeah. 14 years old, and Spieth shot like a 75 and, and won yeah. the tournament, and Zalatoris was... Texas Golf Association, yeah. by the way. Zalatoris yeah. was second with like a 78, and then everybody else was in the 80s. And so yeah. it's just kind of cool that those guys were competing, you know, as young, young guys, and now they're yeah. right there in the top 10 in the Masters. Oh, and he's uh, he's about four years younger, five years younger than uh, Jordan. Speed, I mean, right? he's well below him. So, you know, the fact that he was chasing after him at that young age really helped him, I think, get to where he is. And then the other thing I heard that I really liked is that Zalatoris, one thing he does to prepare for pressure moments, they said that he runs around the putting green and then goes <laughs> to putt so that it gets his heartbeat up. And ah, I mean, it, I just think it's such a smart thing to do. And so yeah. he's, I mean, he's obviously thinking about everything. He's thinking outside the box to get ready. And that's why he looks so calm. And he, he I did. He looked so calm all the way through. So I think, you know, he's it's ready funny because when I coached, you know how most coaches have their guys get on the foul lines and shoot 20 foul shots before they leave. And yeah. They're relaxed and they're not breathing hard and they're standing there and they just shoot. That's not real. The way I always did it is I had a ball at each foul line. I had them do a couple sprints and then they had to run right directly to their uh, basket and take three dribbles, take their deep breath, their hearts pumping. Same scenario, you know, make it real. And that, that's cool that he does that because that's that's what we did uh, hoops wise too. And it, and it makes a difference because – why do you want to be in a, you know, if you're not feeling that particular way in the crunch, you're not going to be able to perform when it, when it really matters. So I love that. That is really cool. Brings back memories for yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, other guys here in the top 20 for strokes gained approach, Matthew Neesmith. Uh, he's a, he's a good price here under 7,000 on yeah. DraftKings. Uh, Ches Reevy, who has missed three of his last four cuts. So not, yeah. not coming in very hot. Tyrrell yeah. Hatton, who ended up with a top 20 in the Masters, but not quite at top form for me to spend right. up. Yeah, uh, DJ. Yeah, yeah. 
And then DJ's 11th in this stat. I'm not paying attention to anything you say about <laughs> DJ. <laughs> All right, I'll just keep moving down the list. Corey Connors is next, 13th. It's, hey, why not, man? Yep. I mean, he's he's it's like Marcus Morris for me in basketball. Why not go to the well if you keep getting your drink, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love he, it. He is he is more expensive though. He was 6k range for the Masters. Now he's 9300 on DraftKings. Oh. That's too much of a. Why did they raise him that much? Hey, I mean, that that's hole in so, one, you know. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got to pay for it now. Uh, Charlie we Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Hoffman, sixteenth, uh, coming off that second place finish down in your neck in the woods at the Valero yeah, the down Westwood, the road. Yeah. Paul Casey, seventeenth, and then how about Doug Gim? Let's not forget about him. Six hey. of the last eight tournaments he's played in, he's made the cut, including a top ten. He's only sixty nine hundred. Uh, so he's one of the value guys I'm looking at uh, who could just uh, kind of come back out here and, and quietly get us a top 20, which would be terrific. I like him. Yeah, he's he's flown below below the radar most of the season, but he's he's had some good finishes. He just can't get into that upper echelon, but maybe it's the time. Absolutely. I also yeah. looked at some course history here, Coach. Uh, I know you appreciate yeah. that as well. That's and, one of my favorite things. Yeah. I, I like the psyche of it, you know, for guys. Yep. Um, you, you, I mean, one thing you can do is you look at some of these winners. Webb Simpson won it last year. C.T. Pan. There's been some uh, lesser-known names, which speaks volumes about how you don't have to be a big hitter here or a big star. It's more about accuracy. So some of these winners, C.T. Pan, Kadira, Wesley Bryan, Brandon Grace, they're, they're all cheaper options right. out of those guys um brandon grace is is in decent form he won you know in the within the last year uh he's 7600 ct pan missed the cut at the masters but he did have a tie for third at the honda um yeah. not as excited about those other guys kadira or or wesley bryan based on their recent form but then some of the guys who haven't won but who have good course history here i'm, I'm pretty interested in brian Harmon. And he was really making some noise there at the Masters. Yes. And uh, so I like I like the situation for Harmon. Kevin Streelman, yeah. uh, you know how much I like him. He's had a top uh, two top tens here recently, and yeah. uh, seventy three hundred. So another guy who's not a big hitter, but great with the irons, and uh, I like the price tag for him. Ian Poulter, how about the four, wow. last last few years? He's had a seventh, eleventh. 10th and 14th here that's crazy i mean that's i mean that it means a lot that's a great point right there for a value play 7600 you're coming off another made cut at the masters so he just peaks for this time of year and, and yeah. keeps it going uh and then one more guy who's a little more pricey shane lowry finished third yeah. here two years ago the last time it was played in april right um you know he was fine at the masters tied for 21st so he's in solid yeah. form, eighty five hundred. So there, there's another guy you could look at, and so some, you know, kind of looking at this mid tier here, and the way I'm kind of trending is to to build more of a balanced lineup this week, instead okay. of paying up for uh, guys like DJ and and maybe even Webb, uh, try to balance it out a little bit more. Interesting. You know, one thing I wanted to mention that that I'm putting more into play here uh, starting this week, and it's not just because I'm mad about the DJ thing, but Really, when any of the tournaments during the COVID year last year that were played at a completely different time of year, 
you might as well just flush those results down yeah. the toilet because it means nothing because the wind's different. The, the grass is different. The, I mean, everything is. And it's like, a, you know, golf, one thing about golf is depending on the course condition and the time of year, it's like playing a completely different course. And that's why, you know, I'm not going to look at the tournament results from last year for tournaments like this one and give it any weight because it's like playing a different course. Yep. So the, the reason I mentioned that is, you know, I'm, uh, I looked at 2019 and 2018, a, a few of those years to see, you know, who's sticking up that really has played well here in these conditions in this time of year. And the guy I always take Pat, Patrick Cantley. I don't know what happened to him at the masters. I think he deserves mention Shane Lowry. You already mentioned, I think, uh, is a guy that you know is uh, again was a top had a top finish here in 2019 and then uh, in 2018 you know a couple of guys that that we've liked in the past uh, you know uh, on Cantley was seventh uh, that year as well in Poulter as you mentioned um, Matthew Fitzpatrick is he playing he's playing he is, this week, yeah isn't? yeah because he's a guy that I had circled but. I wanted to make sure he was in the field. That's another guy that that can play here. And, you know, just the the fact that they get to play this course under the conditions that they're used to, I think, makes a big difference. So those are a few of the names that I looked at. And I think the pay-up guy that I'll go with, even though he stung me last week, I still think Cantley can step up and win at any time. Yeah, I, that was one of the big surprises with the Masters. I couldn't um, believe it. Because, he played terrible. Yeah, and he'd done well at the the match play event. Um yeah. he was awesome there. Uh 2 years ago in the Masters when Tiger won, he was right, right there in the mix and so I thought he would peak um yeah. and and just went backwards. You know, he had a bad first round and then yeah. it was like he had to, you know, force it and push it to try to make a big comeback just to make the cut. And it just went the other right. other direction. And I think he kind of lost focus. Yeah, I think he sort of <clears throat> mailed it in, but um, wouldn't doubt him bouncing back. You know, I'm definitely going to play a top five finish type of play with him uh, as well. So uh, it's a good it's a good event, though. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for it. It is a par 71, by the way. So uh, wanted to bring that up. It's a little bit different. Correct. Yeah, so um, maybe a, a couple other possibilities for me uh, in terms of some savings. Chris Kirk at 7,500. Um, yeah, I like Chris Kirk. He's, yeah. had, a, he's had a good year. Siwoo Kim, 7,900. He has a second place finish here. Uh, okay. I know you were on him for the Masters. He finished tied for yes. 12th. Yeah, that uh, was terrific. Uh, played very well, very consistent. Uh one more value play here. Another guy you you play sometimes, Cheshire Hadley, is yeah. only sixty three hundred. His last two events tied for thirteenth, tied for twenty third. Um, and then yeah. how about the old guys? Let's not forget about them. It's a special category every week for uh -oh. me. The Andrew always has a, an old timer. <laughs> Stuart <laughs> Sink. How about Mister Sink at sixty seven hundred with a great performance at the Masters? He sure did. And then Jim Furyk at 6,600. This is the type of course where he can make the cut. He uh, doesn't have to worry about length so much. Definitely. So that, uh, those are the, the key areas that I'm looking at, Coach. 
Yeah, this is the last thing I want to share with you because as we're preparing, because by the way, if you want uh, full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo for this and then our DraftKings coaches clipboard, that'll be in our Discord tonight. I believe we're posting at 8.30 Eastern or something like that, but it will be uh, in our Discord tonight. So uh, jump aboard, dfscoachtalk.com. Good time to get a membership right now, even if you uh, dip your toe in the water with a three-day, and then you'll get the uh, you know the, uh, the lineups. Tonight we have basketball, obviously main slate with 11 games. We have Major League Baseball with a really good main slate, and then we've got this, uh, this golf tournament as well. But this is what I wanted to mention to you, Andrew, because this, I think, will affect our final couple of decisions we may want to play the guys that have a nice game in a little bit of tough weather because I just I saw that it was wasn't going to be very good and I just called it up literally live as we're talking here on the weather channel for Hilton Head South Carolina that's where the heritage is and uh, Thursday it's a 50% chance of thunderstorms wind gusts up to 15 miles an hour which is you know fairly significant Friday, a 10% chance of rain. Saturday, 73% with winds back up. And Sunday, on and off showers with winds 7 to 10 miles an hour. So wind may not be as bad as it usually is there, and it can get nasty at Hilton Head, but they're going to deal with on and off rain three of the four days, I believe. Yeah, another guy who I was thinking about that with the weather is Russell Knox. He has a, a tied for second here and, a, and an 11th. Uh, so he's one of the guys who could get a little bit of a bump because of the weather. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, what else? Anything else uh, golf-wise here? Or are, we, are we good to go? I think that's it. Fantastic. Well, that, that is awesome. We Let's wrap it up. Uh, hopefully you guys get a chance to listen to this uh, before they tee off uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. So this week is just flying by. So, uh, you know, good stuff. I hope you enjoy it. Shoot us a comment or uh, suggestions, anything you want to throw our way golf-wise. Uh, we'll be happy to uh, put it into our podcasts. We're always looking to grow our audience uh, in, in golf. It, it always lags behind the other big three. But I'll tell you, if you haven't played a lot of DFS golf, it is one of the most fun things you can do as far as DFS. Because when you get you're watching all the different shots you can root for and against guys and it just it's a nice paced uh game to play dfs i think it's really underrated so uh hope you guys enjoy it but that is it uh really appreciate it andrew uh coming off a monster wins this week in basketball and i think he's going to carry this momentum right into uh golf i'll certainly be playing uh his lineups as well so Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And, of course, we'll be back again next week when we look to crush it in PGA DFS.